chapter 6. This Perek, the Ramam addresses the seventh mitzvah, excuse me, the eighth mitzvah of the ten mitzvahs, which it said that there is based on, namely, not to destroy things associated with Hashem's name. Halacha Aleph. Kalama Abed Shem, whoever destroys or erases a name, and Hashem is Hakadeshim Atarim from the pure holy names, by which the Hashem is called, like a Atarim gets lashed, biblical lashes. For it states regarding idolatry, you shall destroy their name from that place. You shall not do so to Hashem your God. So you must destroy the names of idolatry, you must not destroy the names of Hashem. Halacha Beis, Shiva Shem is Him. There are seven primary names to which Hashem was referred. Zeroing the, this concept to seven primary names of Hashem is based on the Zohar. One of the proofs is that this is one of the proofs that Amam Sadi Kabbalah. Hashem Anichta of Yudkevavke. First of all, we have the name which, by which Hashem is written as the four letters of Yudkevavke. Who is Shem Hamafirish? That is the most explicit primary name of Hashem. Ainich of Adonai, or that which is written Adonai, which means my master, Vekel, uh, which means power, Veleka, which means God, Velikim, which means judge, Velike, which means my God, Veshake, which means Hashem is perfect and lacks nothing, Tzvake, which refers to Hashem as the warrior, whoever erases even one letter of these seven names, Loikes Chayev Malkus, gets lashes in the Athena. Halacha Gimbal that Ramam discusses prefaces and suffixes. Any letters which are added to the name before it, like a prefix, that's allowed to be erased. For example, Lamed Me'la Hashem, the Lamed of La Hashem, Ubeiz Me Be'la Kim, the Be'ez of Be'la Kim. Similar to such prefixes, they do not have the same holiness of the name of Hashem, and therefore they may be erased. However, anything which is added to the name after it, like a suffix, the language of the language of the of the language of the language of the language of the letters of the suffix, and Elaika, even though it's biblically, biblically forbidden, one is not liable for lashes. There's no Malkus. There is rabbinic lashes for this prohibition. If someone writes the first two letters of Elikim, which is Aleph and Lamed, or Yud and Ehei from Yud Kevavke of the Shem Yud Kevavke, and he didn't have a chance to finish the name. He intended to, but didn't. He may not erase those letters. Needless to say, needless to say, the name Yud K, which is a name of Hashem by itself, because this name of Hashem is a part of the explicit name. In other words, when it comes to Aleph, Lamed, Avelikim, Yud K, of Yud K, Vav K, when you intended to finish the name and you didn't, so then you're not allowed to erase it because you started writing Hashem's name and you ended up writing a different name of Hashem of the first two letters. But in this case, when your intention is to actually write Yud K as Hashem's name for itself, 
then it's certainly forbidden to be erased because that is an independent name of Hashem, even though it's not on the list of seven that Amam told us earlier. It's included in the first, which is the Shem HaMafarish, Yudke Vavke, because this is, the Yudke is a, a miniature representation of the Yudke Vavke in terms of Kedusha, and it's considered a full name by itself in terms of writing. If someone writes just the Shin and Dalit of the name Shakai but does not write the Yud, Tzadik base with Tzvakais, he writes Tzadik or and the vase of the name Tzvakais, but does not write uh, the rest of the of the, of the word. Hazanimchak is allowed to be it is allowed to be erased because it's not considered a complete name of Hashem. Halacha hey, Shad Hakinuyin the other terms Shemeshabcham and Rezekhosh Baruch Hu by which Hashem is praised, Gain Chanun the gracious one, Verachum merciful one, Hagadol the great one, Hagiber mighty, Vaneir awesome, Hanemon faithful. Kana, jealous, v'chazak, uh, and mighty, creates a pen and similarly, harein yeah, like other, other holy writings, they are allowed to be erased, although they have to be treated, treated with respect, they may be erased if necessary. Kishve Kedesh over here in the Ramah presumably does not refer to actual scripture of Tanakh, it presumably refers to other uh, words of terror which may be erased if necessary, but may not be desecrated. Indeed, there are some uh, editions of the Ramah that refer to this says Divrei Kedesh rather than Kisvei Kedesh. Zakhtar Amalach Avav. Kli Yishay Hashem Kasevalav. If you have a vessel which Hashem's name is written on the vessel, Kedesh Mekem Hashem. You cut out the place where Hashem's name is. The Goyinze and you bury it. You don't erase it and you don't uh, cut the actual name itself. You cut the name whole and you bury that part and you use the rest of the Kali. Even if Hashem's name was written, or this is actually supposed to say Chakuk, possibly, it was engraved on a metal vessel, or a glass vessel, you melted the keli, you are lashed for erasing Hashem's name. Hello, what should you do in such a situation? You cut out the place of the name of Hashem, and you bury it, and use the rest of the keli. But you cannot melt it. If someone had Hashem's name written on his flesh, this means written in pen on his skin, not tattooed though. He should not bathe nor anoint himself because that will cause the name to be erased. Nor may he stand in a place that's dirty, like a bathroom where one is forbidden to have Hashem's name or study Torah. What should he do in his damalite filosh mitzvah? He has to go to the mikvah for the purpose of a mitzvah. So he became tummy, for example, but he has to be a carbon pesach, so he has to go to the mikvah. How should he expose Hashem's name to a place where people are unclothed? He should wrap a reed around his flesh, around his skin where Hashem's name is. But tell go to the mikvah. This way the name is not exposed. What if he doesn't find a reed? He should wrap a garment around it. Now he shouldn't do it too tight to prevent the name from being erased. That's not the point. He should not make it tight. This will, this will uh, in order not, not to cause the uh, garment to, to in, in, be an interruption between the water and his flesh. If he does that, his tefillah will not be a valid tefillah in the mikveh. So if that's the case, why is he wrapping the garment around his, around his skin where Hashem's name is? The only reason why they said he should wrap a garment or a reed around the skin where Hashem's name is written it's only because one is not allowed to stand before Hashem's name when he's unclothed. So therefore, to prevent that, you wrap a garment or a reed around the name of Hashem. But you're not obligated, in fact, you're not supposed to wrap it so tight that the water will not go there, even though that may cause it to be erased, since it's not 100% certain, and you're not doing it deliberately, and you have to go to the mikvah for the sake of a mitzvah. So Chazal allowed you to go to the mikvah in this circumstance by wrapping 
a reed or a garment lightly around the place where the name of Hashem is written. Halacha Zion. If someone destroys even one stone in a destructive manner, as opposed to for the purpose of remodeling, for example, from the altar, from the temple building, or from any other area of the temple courtyard, he is lashed. It says in the passage regarding idolatry, you shall destroy their altars. Because of it, it says, you shall not do as such to Hashem your God. If somebody burns wood of the base of the building as part of the structure, in a destructive manner, like he gets Malchus, he's lashed, the Pasuk says, and their idolatrous trees, you shall burn in fire. And it says, you shall not do as such, Tashem your God. All sacred texts referring to the Tarianvim and Ksuvim, Tanakh. And their commentaries, and their explanations, any text of explanation, like Rashi, for example. Also, the Sarfim, it's forbidden to burn them, or the Abdum Biyad, or directly by direct action, burn them or destroy them. Now, the Abdum Biyad, if someone does direct action, action to, to destroy them, he gets rebellious lashes. He gets Malchus, which uh, is for situations where a person does not deserve Malchus, is not liable for Malchus biblically. And the Chachamim, however, said to, to administer Malchus to him. Because of his misconduct, when does this apply? Because the Kedush, holy scriptures, to cost Yisrael the Kedusha that was written by a Jewish people in the awareness of their holiness, so that must be treated with respect. If a Jewish heretic, Shikas of writes even a terrorist scroll, serve for we burn it, including with the Hashem's name is written in it. Because this heretic does not believe in the holiness of Hashem's name, he did not write it with the proper intent. He assumes, rather, this is like other matters, other literature. Since that's his understanding, Hashem's name does not become holy in his writing it. It's just a random word according to him. It's a mitzvah to actually burn it. Not only may you burn it, you must, you should burn it. So as not to leave any kind of renown or remembrance for the heretics or for their deeds. A non-Jew, who writes Hashem's name, that should be buried, since the non-Jew presumably believes in the existence of Hashem. So that name of Hashem should be buried rather than burned. And there's no need to, this, to, 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 uh, to, to, to burn it to destroy the remembrance of, of the non-Jew. Similarly, if you have holy scriptures that became worn out, or that are written not by a non-Jew, if a non-Jew knew Hebrew when he wrote a part of the Tanakh, that should be buried in the ground. All the names it says about Hashem regarding Avraham, in other words, when it says the name Aleph Dalad Nun Yud, that could refer to Hashem, or it could refer to just my master. It means my master. So does it refer to Hashem or not? So in by Avraham Avinu, wherever it says this name, Kodesh, it's referring to Hashem and it's holy. and has to be treated as such. Even the passage where it says, Adonai, my master, if I find favor in your eyes, Please don't pass over, and it sounds like Avram is asking the Malachim, who he thought were people, to stay and have a bite. It actually also refers to him asking Hashem not to leave while he goes and does the mitzvah of Achnas like Rashi says in the Pasuk. Therefore, it's holy. But the same name regarding the parasha when the Malachim come to light, and he refers to them as my master. Those are mundane because he did not know they were angels. He thought he was talking to people, and and and, and it means my master in the simple sense. The exception being, know my master. If I find favor in your eyes, that pasuk over there, where Avram is asking to spare one of the cities 
meant to be destroyed, he was actually directing his request to Hashem. All the names where it says Adnai by the story of Givas Binyamin. Over there, the story is when the tribe of Binyamin created a civil war uh, amongst the Bnei Yisrael. Uh, and the Yidin all ganged up against the Yemen to avenge the terrible thing they did. Kodesh, those are holy. So there's, there's reason to assume otherwise, but Ram says they're holy. The names of Adonai, where it says regarding Micha, Chayel, those are not holy, those are, those are mundane because he was referring to the idol. The name of Hashem mentioned in the, in the story of Naves, Kodesh, those are holy, they refer to Hashem. Kol Shleime, where it says the word Shleime, Solomon, Ha'omer B'Shea in the book of the Song of Songs, Kedesh is holy, it refers to Hashem. The name Shleime is a reference to Hashem as the one who possesses peace. Shalom means peace. It's like the other names of Hashem that are even that, that are considered proper names, even though they are not the Shem HaMaferish, explicitly. Chutz Mizeh, the exception being Halaf Shleime, uh, where it says, you shleimim, may you have a thousand. That refers to Shleim HaMelech himself, not to Hashem, so it's not considered Kedesh. Kol Malchayim Ben-Daniel, all Malchayim, which literally means king, that is mentioned in the book of Daniel. Chayil is mundane, it refers to the king of Nebuchadnezzar, or any other king, or, so it's not holy. Chutzvizeh, the exception being, Ant Malcolm Melech Malchayim, you are the king of kings. Even though Pashtun Pshad, it sounds like Avram, uh, uh, Daniel is addressing the Nebuchadnezzar, we know that he was essentially deep down or uh, uh, by way of way of reference not deep down by way of reference referring to Hashem himself and therefore it's holy but it's like the other descriptive terms for Hashem and therefore it is Kodesh alternatively when the Ramam says it's like the other names of Hashem that are descriptive it refers to not to actual names but to references like a merciful one or gracious one those are not actually holy per se in the sense that they may not be erased, but they must be treated respectfully like other words of Torah.